Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Estonian Football Podcast. We are delighted to be joined once again by Noma United head coach Vladimir Vashilev. Uh, welcome back, Vladimir. How are you? Hello, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, preparing for a cup game. We have still one game to go, so all focus is there. Celebration done. <laughs> so we are now focused uh, on just trying to promote to the next round. Yeah, you've got Talina Kalev in that, haven't you? That should be... A good test ready for next season. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we, we want like to promote. And uh, also, like, like you said, this is a very, very good opportunity to see our team, our capabilities, and also maybe to plan here yeah, for the next year. Like uh, who can manage this though? Who must to get some additional work or maybe like some positions like we must to scout? Yeah, sure. Um, before we talk about Norman United, uh, we'll kind of go where we ended last time we spoke of you with Lavadia, obviously you won the league with Lavadia, you won the cup with Lavadia, and then the following season it was a bit more tricky. Let's say, how was the mood with the club in in that second season for you? Uh, actually, the mood was all right. Like just a couple of uh, mistake made by us during the winter period. I think like this transfer market uh, wasn't good for us like we didn't find good uh, pl- additional players we we had like we won championship trophy and of course we knew that we will be in qualification for champions league and we needed like some additional new player new blood in the team but um, un- uh, unfortunately we didn't find good good cvs to bring to levada and uh, that's maybe in in the big picture was was our like uh, mistake so I, I think this is the reason why we didn't succeed in Europe and why it was very hard for us because like we in the 2021 when we won everything I think we squeezed maximum from this team all energy and uh, we didn't get this energy from another players who whom we could like scout so yeah it was a little bit tricky but overall like the team was good and actually the atmosphere was good just we felt in one moment that, that, that we don't have enough emotional power like mental power to to break this ice and to compete and we were like exhausted, like a team, <clears throat> and we needed to make changes. Was it a difficult decision to leave? Uh, actually, yeah, it, it came from Marco mostly, like because he has more experience. He felt that uh, that we need to do something, and because we came together, we also like left together. And for me, like I was ten years in Levada, and for me it was like a family. So yeah, for me it was very difficult. But uh, I was working still six months in Levada. I was like a youth coordinator or youth like head head of academy and so my responsibility was to co uh, to educate coaches to make some individual training sessions with youngsters so i was still there but at the end of the season i felt also that i need to, to make some changes because i i saw that in the club coming um, not good time for me and i had to move was there not an option for you to stay on by yourself as head coach or was it because like you just said you both went together it was right for you both to go yeah the second option of course like if we would chat with marco we could manage like this scenario also but i didn't feel it right and i felt also that uh, the club need to make some rotation in the stuff when normal united came was that an easy decision to take obviously as a league you know you've just won the league uh in the premium league dropping down a division uh was was that an easy decision to make Actually, the uh, first time they connected with me during the summer, when as soon as I left Levadia like a head coach, 
immediately they called me and proposed because they already knew that they will change coach at the end of the season. But by that time, I wasn't ready. I said like uh, <laughs> the same thoughts, like you said, like uh, for me, it was like downgrade to go like to first division. And I was thinking like, no, I, I had to stay in Levadia. But second time, it was in October uh, when they wanted to speak with me. And uh, because I knew the sponsors of them, I knew the uh, head uh, head of Nemo United, Martpum. So I, I knew what could be the project. And yeah, we met, I listened to them. And uh, since then, my mind changed. Well, did you have any other offers around Estonia or abroad? At that time, I got two offers, but also wasn't attractive. <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm the person who likes projects. So in Levada, it was a project and in United, it's like a project. But this uh, two other clubs, I didn't see that uh, I can succeed there because I didn't see the clear future plans, uh, what could move me. But uh, in Nima United, when they uh, like um, set their vision for the next three years, for me, it was like uh, something I could be very useful. And uh, I knew immediately that uh, we will benefit, like me and the club from this like cooperation, we both can win, only win. So like uh, when, I, when I saw the power behind the club, I knew immediately that Nima United is the only right decision. I saw it was, um, and I was speaking when we were in Estonia last year, I spoke to a fan in the stands and he said, normally United aren't really interested in playing Premier League of football because they just care more about developing youth players and whatnot. Was the project about developing youth as well as progressing up the division? Yeah, actually, like, um, Theo, this season the club was positioning, like, um, the club who develop players and sell them. So this is the basic idea of their like philosophy. But then in one moment, they decided that um, uh, they don't not want to longer to be like the club for another one. They want to have their first team with the quality players. And for this, of course, they needed a place in Premier League. Otherwise, um, it's very hard to keep good youngsters in a first division because they are not uh, motivated to play. And uh, of course, like all these gr- grants of Estonian football, like Levadia, Paidev, Lora, uh, they they want like to to scout good players and to buy them, but uh, it wasn't uh, any like any any more the option for the Nimi United, and so they they wanted to promote to show to to give their uh, uh, players from their academy chance to be in Premier League, uh, to play for their home uh, club, and also to have them even like higher price for selling them. Uh, did you feel pressure? when you went to Numa, because obviously when we saw that you went and we put it on Twitter, everyone was kind of like, you know, wow, you know, this is a big appointment. Did you feel pressure that you had to deliver straight away or was it more a relaxed feeling? Or I may say that uh, externally not, uh, only internally, because I'm like uh, uh, the guy who likes to win everything. And for me was, you know, the, uh, the like in my mind was always like, I, I don't want to upset myself and everyone around so if the club invest in me like time and financial and everything like knowledge then i must to pay them back and and for me was you know like i i, I must to succeed like I, I must like from inner but from external the club was always positive they even like i think they officially said that they didn't want to promote this season they wanted to be like a project of two three years because they, they they were thinking that they are not ready, but as soon as they saw that everything going the way to Premier League, of course they changed their minds and they they invest more, and then 
they pushed more like from the club perspective so yeah if, if i say externally i didn't feel any pressure only like support from the uh, from uh, the club but internal i always uh, want to prove to show to manage to win and so f- i usually put the pressure from myself so that was the next question was the you know promotion being the goal this season because uh, you no. yeah so your appointment you know for us it showed that noma meant business um, so yeah, so it's interesting that it wasn't the the goal this year. Yeah, yeah, actually, no, no. When I when I first met them, they said like they don't want to hurry up because they uh, they are like realistic and they see that the club structure, like in in terms of like you know this uh, guys who work there, they are not still ready because they don't have like sport director, they don't have I don't know big stuff in the first team. They still are young in terms of academy, so they wanted to be like some base to develop players and then like to to promote. But uh, I showed them that it's everything possible. And during even like first year, we can do this. And uh, I helped also the club from my knowledge how one, sh- one professional club should exist. So I-, I think with this year, everyone like club, we like staff, players, uh, everyone made a huge step. So we basically from summer, we already knew that we're going to uh, catch this place. And we worked only uh, through this mind to go to promote. Yeah, I suppose that kind of again answers another question with how different are the two clubs run compared to Lavadia and Noma United? Like when you showed up to Noma, was it kind of a huge difference or? Um, actually, yes, very huge difference, uh, especially in terms of uh, professionality. You know, uh, in Levada, there is much more stuff inside the club and much more responsibilities among them. Like one is guy for, you know, uh, keeping uh, like uh, this physio and everything. Another is for uh, washing clothes and prepare some meals. Another one for dealing in football federation. And then we have sport director who is dealing with the players' contracts and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But here was Martum alone who managed everything. So, yeah. So sometimes it was a little bit hard for me emotionally. And uh, like first maybe two months or three months, I was like a little bit crazy <laughs> because I, I, I used to some hard, uh, high standards and here was a little bit lower and I, I did everything possible to push them and i think it worked so I, I saw the progression of the club of course we didn't get new like uh persons who, who will manage something mart still did everything by himself but at least uh, we pushed him <laughs> to work even more so we managed everything like even i, I think that at the end we had um, uh, like everything around the club even in in some points more professional than for example in Levada in some points but of course Levada is big club big big history and they are so long in this market on this like high stage so like difference is still big and also at players like you know there is much more quality in the players but um, here is more ambitions like I see and I think this club like Nemo United can in uh, like five years achieve even higher standards so how much does Mark Poom actually do? He lives 24-7 there in, in Nima, in Maniku, and um, actually he doing so much job that uh, for me it's hard to believe how he managed like this national team and he's in football federation also like some like in a in a high role. So for me it's still a miracle where he gets this time, how he managed everything in his life. But he's like unbelievable professional. I think the same why he played in Arsenal or <laughs> there, because like uh, unbelievable. Um, top 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 guy yeah. he, he lives lives with this project uh, do you think that would change 
for next season he'll get more people around him to help him out? Uh, I'm quite sure, yeah, because I have heard that already they're searching uh, some assistant for Mart who will like deal only with the first team and take all responsibilities from Mart because otherwise uh, I think he will get crazy in some moment. And uh, I think uh, the, the staff will go bigger and the club will, will go on a little bit another dimension. So what is the expectation next season? Is that, Has that been spoken about yet? Um, not still. Um, I have heard that in uh, like three years, they would like to compete for Europe. But for the next season, of course, it's like main objective, like always, not to drop. Because we saw Hario, for example, this year, they won like last season ACL Liga, but this year for them was tough. And we don't want to repeat their mistakes. Because first of all, I see this in, in a complication of, of players. Uh, we, we need to scout better players. And uh, second, uh, try to not to lose our philosophy because for Hario they wanted to play also at the beginning of the season but then they had to change to more defensive minded and this is something we want uh, not to go this this road because uh, like the club philosophy is to play like smart football like uh, with the possession a lot we want the ball so uh, even like uh, from the club is information or by, by signal that if we cannot manage with this football we will still keep the same philosophy and if we will relegate, okay, nothing. We will we will take this, but uh, of course, like we, we want to to at least succeed so so far that we don't drop. And what you said there about Europe in the long term, do you think seeing like what Talina Kalev have done this year and uh, Parnu as well? Do you think that does give you kind of things like well, then yes, it is possible. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think uh, everyone, like especially Mark Boom, he he likes the way Kalev does its business. So that they have like some very good players, like experienced players with the good numbers probably of salary, and so they have also some um, like semi-professional players who are like on some stipendiums from uh, football federation. So he wants the same way. And of course, we see this like a huge achievement. And I think this is not only for us, but for all Estonian like community, it's like signal. But uh, here we can like also like uh, split the signal on two sides because for, from my side, it, it, I don't want to take this like a reality <laughs> because otherwise I'm very upset about Estonian football that uh, with the semi-professional like um, attitude, you can achieve third place. For me, it's like strange a little bit. But uh, I didn't analyze so deep, like <clears throat> what is behind their success. But of course, like everyone said at the beginning, that they have uh, like youth team, youth team. But actually, I think one of the oldest. Like if you take this, like players who played there, there are so many experience. Like Atspuria, Forsman, Klavan, Kaljuma, Sinjela. There is like a lot of uh, even like also this from Narva, Kavalchuk, Mikhailov. They're also not young anymore. So like basically, they catched maybe some mix of this experience and uh, and just youth. And at the end, of course, like this is something everyone wants to achieve. But I hope next season, uh, at least these uh, big clubs in Estonia will like put more like uh, effort, and uh, there will be much tougher championship. I hope. Do you want to rely more on Estonian players in your team rather than bringing in like the foreigners? Yeah, club philosophy. Yeah, club philosophy is to give uh, a lot of chance to to the players from academy from their academy 
Um, plus to find some Estonian players who maybe was previously from their academy, like, um, for, no, for example, of course, we don't bring Lilander, but like, you know, Pum, Lilander, Rostup, and there is like a lot of players who played, uh, actually, who came out from Lima United. So the idea is to bring some of them back who want and uh, maybe to find free uh, foreigner players also. So right now we have free, but probably we need to change some of them because of uh, um, roles. We see that these positions are covered with our domestic players and we need on some different positions uh, foreigners. So probably we will keep like at least three foreigners and then add maybe some ex more experienced players who are formerly from academy and then to give our youngsters the possibility one youngster that has taken the Estonian football world by storm is Ega Uanapu with his you know Erlen Haaland like goal scoring I'm assuming you're planning on keeping him for the Premier League season uh, we actually won't but uh, there is I, I know that he will go on some trials and his first priority to go outside from Estonia but if he will not sign, of course, we want him. And even for me, it's very interesting how he will manage Premier League. Because uh, I remember when I made first training with him uh, this season, like I made individual because of his injury. And for me, it was a uh, you know, like miracle how with these techniques, uh, this guy can score so many goals. Because I, I see it's really poor. And I think it's like a big obstacle in his uh, future career. But uh, on the pitch, how he scores goals, it's unbelievable. And for me, it's still the question, can he play on higher level and do the same things? And uh, I think Premier League will give a lot of answers. I hope that he will do the same and that we can like help him to go outside because he's really good striker and with a good notion on this goal scoring. And I really hope that he will find himself in, uh, in the future in some better environment. How far do you think he could actually go? Because a lot of people say to us that um, all of his goals are literally in the ESA Liga, so it doesn't count. So, like... I, I think he can go, like, maybe Sweden, Norway. I think this is the best markets right now for him because, like, I think he will adapt there faster. And I know that he was in Switzerland, uh, in Italy probably, also on trials. And, um, uh, like, I think that he can manage, but just he needs a, a team who will be dominant, like, you know, with the ball. Because, like, if he's far from the goal, he's not so dangerous. And also, in a build-up stage, he's not so useful. He's very useful in the box, like, or close to the box with this in short runs behind and some, like, maybe crosses here, like, fills the box. And uh, I, I hope just he finds the, the right environment for him. Because if he maybe, like, go somewhere outside and, and be in the team who defend more, then we he will not, like, open himself. But uh, actually, like, he has something, like, really good striker needs and this feeling. But again, um, with these techniques, I am a little bit skeptic that he will go maybe reach La Liga or something like this. like some. But I think Scandinavian, this world, can 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 be his. And uh, do, you, do you know about his injury that he had for the national team, is it? Uh, already he played. I saw that he played, oh. so it wasn't so so tough. Like he got just kick in his knee, and uh, this physio said immediately that probably it will go in few days. And and I saw that last game he already played. I think twenty or something minutes. Do you think he he'll eventually play for the uh, the the main national team? I think a little bit early for him. He he needs time. He needs time. For example, Oliver Jurgens, who played now against Sweden and Austria. 
like 2003 and uh, he's like top talent in Estonia and even for him it's a little bit you know like now tricky he's a good player but he, they still need a lot of like uh, additional work and, and uh, adaptation for this level I think uh, for Unapu it's a little bit early he must to play under 21 and show something there and then to go to a national team yeah cool what do you uh, what do you think of their national team at the moment I think that we are in a kind of um, uh, how can rebuilding our national team? Uh, a lot of new guys, like young guys, coming there, and old one uh, ending the career. Uh, for me, it's really sad because, like, we had very good generation of uh, like the players where Kostya Vasilevzinov played Oyama, but now you see that uh, like uh, when they played outside of Estonia, they at least kept the intensity. But now, when you play in Estonian league, it's like you know a little bit your like um, your level drops. At that, it's obvious. And you cannot like go over this, and then they cannot manage this high intensity uh, like stage, uh, uh, like on a national team level. And um, I think now we just need to give time to these young guys so they get used to this, adapt. Okay, we maybe cannot manage good results, but at the end, I think in the future, like uh, we have we have good players, we have good future, like uh, of this uh, 2003 guys that is coming, like good generations. And, and younger so just we need time of course like uh, football is crucial like nobody uh, likes to wait but uh, I see that the problem is right now here and in in the next maybe two three years it will be tough very tough still still with the national team let's say Estonia beat uh, I think it's Poland they'd have in the playoffs to get to the Euro 2024 let's say they do it and they get to the Euros um would you like to see more of the younger players then just integrated for that tournament or would you rather just stick with like uh, Vashilev and Oyama Zenyov players like that or uh, like I always think like a little bit differently I think uh, the national team must consist of the best players like at, the, at this time like so if Vasilev is better than another one he must to play like so I think this is this must be the rule otherwise I think so that in Estonia sometimes uh, youngsters get this uh, place uh, you know, without a fight, like without concurrence, and then it's so easy. Got uh, when you get this, like this place is so easy. You maybe don't feel this big responsibility, like you know, like I like the the fight for the places. I like the concurrence, and uh, me like a coach. I like to play players who are at, the, at this moment the best one. Uh, yeah, of course, like you can have like one two project guys. Of course, like it's it's normal, but um, I, I think like you must to you must to take care about the best squad at, the, at this time and and to play them if you want to be like successful on national level and I think it's something we missed right now uh, again talking about projects back to normal United how long do you realistically see yourself there uh, actually <laughs> it's uh, still uh, how can I say uh, uh, um, secret information but um, I will leave actually in United uh and uh, your first one probably from, <laughs> from home. Uh, i got offer three weeks ago and already i spoke with the clubs club I, sp I spoke with our players i said them that after this kind of game i will leave so yeah my project ended it's, uh, on it's 20 yeah oh well i saw i saw it on instagram you were saying like thank you guys and i was like in my yeah. head i was like 
I was like, why are you saying thanks to him? You're seeing like <laughs> next week. But... Okay. For me, it was a tough decision, but um, good opportunity to grow. And so I go outside yeah. of Estonia and try myself in a, in a, in a Europe competition. Would it be as a head coach? Yeah. Oh, wicked. Uh, I think in, yeah. in one week or two weeks will be official. Oh, great. Awesome. So we've, yeah. we've got the exclusive then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, good luck to you on it. Um, yeah, I, I suppose that seems like a good way to end it. I've, I've got no more questions. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah. But uh, everything what I taught to you, it's like uh, it, it will be like this, like the same, like uh, philosophy yeah. and everything. Like yeah. I know that Nimmer United now is searching for the coach, and so uh, they will find 100% very good one to replace me. And so I'm quite sure that they have. Oh, everything I, I said to you, it's the same in their minds and they will not change their vector of, of success. Like they, they will keep the same way with the youngsters and give them a chance to play. So yeah, that doesn't matter who will come there. The club is so strong. They 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 know their path. So I think like they, they have bright future. Uh, everything like, of course, depends on the results. But at the end, uh, I think if, if they make right decisions in a couple of months here with the good selection of the players, I think Nima United can be very interesting next season. Brilliant. Cool. But yeah, I think that ends it. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on. It's been great to talk to you again. Uh, and yeah, good luck in your in, in your new job. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Good luck. Thank you. Have a good evening. Cheers, yeah, and you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye.